0: Way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.
1: Do, do you ever feel like
0: a plastic bag? Yeah. It's drifting through the wind.
1: I mean, sometimes, but this is another thing. Yeah. But do you ever feel like we, we're, we're just like soft? Like we're not real men?
0: Mmm i i I definitely like have have little like battles with that, I right, guess right like I don't know how to fix a car
1: <laughs> <laughs> like the reason I bring it up is Nathan, we just paid a baby boomer to change a doorknob. yeah, we're so useless
0: I mean, it's not a skill that i've I ever learned. And to be fair, I didn't put any effort into trying to fix that doorknob. <laughs> I put
1: some effort, but
0: I was like, for the life of me. Yeah.
1: I can't figure out how to remove this doorknob. Huh. I when all the YouTubes they're like unscrew the screw. I'm like, there is no such screw. Right. And then when our handyman came over, like I I I was coming home from an appointment mm. and he was already halfway done, I'm like, How did you do that?
0: <laughs>
1: I just feel like less of a man.
0: I yeah. I don't know. Like do do you think that's why like guys nowadays like like do things like join evolve MMA for learn maybe. combat sports and shit so that but they don't know how to screw a light bulb <laughs>
1: maybe but who needs to sc- like who needs to turn the light bulb when you can turn someone's neck I don't know
0: maybe I'm not sure like I, I'm I'm not the handiest person Although, over the course of Circuit Breaker, I was able to fix most of the things that bothered me.
1: I fixed the faucet. That made me feel good. It was slightly loose.
0: (laughs) I fixed the light. I mean... If you look, you don't, you, sh- you can't look too hard at it because essentially it's being held together with cable ties and duct tape. Right. Um, but I fixed it.
1: <laughs> yeah. You no, know, NASA invented duct tape. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. I'm basically a rocket short. scientist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not aesthetically pleasing in any sense of the word, but hey, it's 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 a light fixture on it's a not ceiling. rocket surgery. Yeah, it's a light fixture on a ceiling. Not many people look up anyway. It
1: illuminates your poops. Yeah. Like, what do you like? That's all. you need. <laughs> Bathroom light.
0: But the light in my room, like, the main light in my room has been broken for uh, three months now. Yeah. And I've just gotten used to it, to be honest. Well,
1: I hate those lights anyway. Like, I never use... I have the same light in my room. I just don't use it.
0: Oh, no. Mine is, like, a... It's, like, a nice light. It's, like, warm. Is it's it? not, like... A, yeah, yours is, like, weirdly clinical. and Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. My, but mine's, like, a nice, warm light. I had no problems with it. Um, but... You know, basically now when night falls, <laughs> it's just, it's just, I have to light up the lanterns. <laughs> yeah,
1: You're like he has candles. He's like Paul Revere. Nathan is this. Like Paul Revere.
0: <laughs> but but yeah, I've 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 gotten weirdly used to it. Like once it's night, I, my room is just darker than most. Yeah. It's nice. It's yeah. atmospheric. Yeah.
1: I gotta tell you though, like yeah when when I was paying the handyman just now, I handed over the cash. I'm like. And I was like, do you take pay now? He's like, just cash. And I'm like, oh, he's a real man. <laughs> and I'm like, as the money transfers from my hand to his, I'm like, this is the price I pay for not being a man.
0: Did his hands feel rugged they, and calloused? I didn't
1: caress them too much, <laughs> but probably.
0: Uh, yeah, I feel like on, on one hand, like, yes, those things are really good to learn. But on the other hand, like, you know, you kind of want to make sure that uh, society has jobs for everybody you know sure sure we, we, sure sure. We, we can't do everything there's a reason why they're specialists and professionals
1: do you ever wonder how old the youngest handyman is
0: mm, i mean realistically probably not that old like <laughs> it's probably like realistically a, yeah there's probably like
1: 20 year olds yeah I probably guess.
0: like a kid fresh out of like secondary school handy, handy school yeah i mean that's what people go to like um uh uh, uh like what do you call it like career focused education for right you know like there is a lot of money in being an aircon repair person in singapore i've heard that a country that requires a lot of air conditioning like it's 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 very very lucrative from what i've heard because like every household in singapore has an air conditioner almost and, and, and like nobody doesn't really leave it on yeah um like people that use it Will definitely use it You know It's not like there's seasons Where you don't use it Seasons where you do use it It's it's a year round thing 365 kind of situation Yeah It's a year round thing They constantly need servicing What is it like Every four or six months Or something like Quarterly. that
1: Quarterly So yeah Four times a year Jesus Every three months
0: Yeah man So like it's a lucrative And it's not
1: business. bullshit dude Because come the fourth month That shit starts breaking
0: Yeah yeah, yeah, it's it's Man. because of the frequency and like how much people leave it on because Singapore is such a sweltering fucking country.
1: This shit humans do will survive in in like locations, mm-hmm. you know.
0: But yeah, I mean, like if if you want to make some cash, learn how to fix a learn how to fix an aircon,
1: I guess. And if you're like a a, a millennial or Gen Zer out there, there's also a YouTube channel called Dad. How do I? Mm-hmm. Dad, comma. How do I? He's got 2.4 million subscribers. It's legit. Just a guy. Teaching you how to be a man. Uh-huh. The things that dad would have taught you if your dad was responsible, like how to tie a tie, how to fix most toilets. I'm just, just to
0: how to throw a baseball
1: through. Yeah. <laughs> how to be toxic. Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it's very, it's, it's very wholesome.
0: I don't know. Cordless like, drill. How? Okay. I'm curious. How much of your manlyhood do you invest in your ability to hold up in a fight?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I put more stake. This is so fucking millennially. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I put more stake in my manliness of being not a toxic masculine man,
0: yeah. being a sensitive like, man. Like
1: I feel like I'm a real man when I'm listening, right, and not interjecting.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But I, I, I to want to throw these things.
0: I definitely feel that. Like I mean, like sensitivity is is hundred percent like the, the 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 right direction to go in, right? Yeah. But I also just can't like soothe that like caveman itch in my head of like i uh, like i kind of want to hunt an animal a little bit like that it's more so like i am vaguely secure in my masculinity because i know if someone were to throw down in a fight i wouldn't be completely helpless yeah i can't guarantee i'd win i'd most likely get my ass handed to me but i'm scrappy
1: i think it's like technique goes out the window it's just about like decision making
0: yeah like i think
1: i'd be okay yeah yeah i wouldn't be completely useless i think that's the way of putting it
0: yeah but like you know, <laughs> even they, though i know like the likelihood of that kind of thing happening in my life especially in my life is just not very high yeah not very high at all but like i i place a certain like security in that like
1: it's a primal thing yeah it's, defend your tribe mm-hmm. like for me it's like i you know all my life i i know what pork and beef tastes like but what does boar and bison taste like
0: <laughs> i want to start you know? hunting that elk i mean yeah i just what the hell are you gonna hunt in singapore like pigeons and there's wild boar cats otter just just those I, I cute get, little otters yeah i i feel like it's not as satisfying to like hunt an otter as it is to hunt like an elk or That's true. a coyote
1: but like i think you think people like is that why people join the i don't know who joined, you know who, who shoots all those birds
0: like you colors know, the, the
1: government people
0: yeah like yeah, the color colors,
1: I think said colored. I'm like, we're not getting to racism yet.
0: <laughs> the Edward Cullens, yeah. um, no, they 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 they're just people that hold these. They look like rifles. Yeah, I don't know what's in them. Are they just like probably birdshot, beanbag, right? beanbag rounds? Know, but they're lethal to birds, right? Well, yeah, but birds are pussies.
1: Yeah, they're pretty weak. <laughs> but are they just are they killing them because they're just so loud? Is that what the deal
0: is? I don't believe so. I doubt that's the answer because if that were true, there'd be colors all over Orchard Road all the time.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's not a good line of sight. Okay, for those of you that are a little <laughs> confused, is that here in Singapore we have are they magpies? What what are the birds? Crows. They're they're just straight up crows. Yeah so they murder the murders of crows yeah yeah, yeah. and we have government officials who go around with guns from time to time i've seen it like three times in my life do
0: you think that's why they call them a murder of crows because
1: you gotta murder them yeah i guess so (laughs) mass murder why do they call them a pod of whales and they listen to ipods
0: there's uh i can't remember all of them now but yeah
1: but yeah Um, but government officials will go around and shoot birds just i don't know why
0: i i'm guessing it's some kind of balancing of the food chain. I don't know. I'm huh. that, that's that's my first assumption because like maybe um, too many no crows predator. equals too little worms. Pigeon. I I really don't know. Too um, many
1: too many crows gets the early worms.
0: <laughs> there's definitely an answer to this that I never bothered looking up. But um, yeah, I'd occasionally hear people like in the neighborhood just go like pow and they're yeah. like, killing birds.
1: It's so weird though because I mean I feel like if you're if you're okay there's a tree and they're full of birds there's probably at least one like five you shoot one the other four are just supposed to be like afraid
0: i guess it's like you know uh just come back here and <laughs> yeah, <I guess. laughs> come back on this tree and the rest of you gonna get it
1: it's like, this is what maybe it's you? just
0: maybe it's to protect a specific tree or honestly maybe the answer is as simple as like crows attacked kids in this neighborhood so like kill them they, crows they pecked them yeah because like dude crows are intelligent creatures uh-huh. They're very intelligent. They remember faces. What? Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, yeah, like, like, like straight up. Um, you could train a crow to like attack a specific person. Whoa. Yeah. Like, look into this, man. Like, crows are actually very, very deadly animals, and if properly trained, they could be like full-on murder crows, like a murder of murder crows. I
1: feel like we're describing a DC villain. Like, <laughs> there's got to be crow murder crow.
0: Crow magnum.
1: Single murder.
0: I'm not sure. But I just know that like crows are, are not as harmless as they seem. I mean, again, there's a reason why they call Does them Does that go specifically
1: to crows? Are there like are like other birds? I feel like pigeons are real like... I feel like pigeons, p- are p- pigeons are, are pretty bird low on the totem pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They,
0: they, they they walk funny though and they're really cute in, in how they waddle.
1: Have you ever tried squab? Yeah. I've never tried squab.
0: I've tried squab. Which is I, pigeon, by the way. Yeah, I've tried pigeon. Like, um, it's actually a very common Indonesian delicacy. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. You eat the whole thing, like you know, just fry it, or With the bones? Uh, no, not the bones. But um, yeah, I, I maybe it's just as simple as people complaining that these birds are being violent and attacking their pets or attacking their kids, and then they gotta go and kill them.
1: So interesting. If you've been attacked by a crow, <laughs> messages on Instagram.
0: Or just yes, no. call n e a and get them killed <laughs> either way, yeah, hello everyone hello. and welcome to episode one hundred twenty six of Good hang, yeah, speaking of um government good organizations good yeah um uh it's like the election season is here in Singapore, yeah, the election season is uh it, it's 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 i I don't always follow it super closely, although this year i'm following it more more closely than most
1: I don't because I can't vote
0: um but it's it's moving so quickly or it seems like it's moving so quickly. Like it's like a one month period to like hear everything and decide, but but also minus all the speeches and rallies or like public speeches and public rallies. You're hearing a lot more stuff like online. Is
1: it like compressed? Like is the timeline compressed now because of COVID?
0: Uh, I I think so. Mm. But it's it's just very interesting because um, usually around this time, you'll start seeing a lot of like interesting memes and all that. And a lot of like (laughs) videos coming up of people making all kinds of weird flops during spe- public speeches and rallies.
1: Oh, God! it. Are, um, are, oh, are you leading up to talking about, uh, what's this homeboy's name? Ivan Long The lived. vice prime minister. No.
0: What? Heng Suu Kiyat. What's his name? Lee Sin Long. I don't know what you're talking about, but I just wanted to, like, touch on the fact that, like before yeah. before, all stuff, yes. before all this covid stuff yes before all this stuff there's a lot of people um that would put up videos of people making all kinds of weird mistakes at their public rallies or uh-huh. whatever i remember there was this legendary one of this guy that just went like thumbs up man or something like <laughs> yeah it was crazy it was insane um but like it's an John interesting Edwards going yeah <laughs> it's important a bit version. it's a bit interesting now because all the content that we're seeing coming out of these parties or or most of them um both uh the party in power and the opposition parties mm-hmm. they're all like produced things they're all like shot and like probably scripted and planned but there's still some stupid shit coming out there man
1: like do you have an example
0: um the latest one um was that okay so uh, for those of you that don't know the the people's action party which is the main uh ruling party in singapore and they have the majority seats in parliament and all that by like 87%
1: yes a lot, yes.
0: <laughs> a lot. Um, and they're historically like part of the Lee family Li Kuan Yew, Li Sian Long all that stuff um, but uh, a lot of flack has been coming in on the fact of like PAP being very elitist yeah and that they are an elitist government they're an elitist party and that uh, how
1: Chinese are they by the way quite it feels like it's majority Chinese
0: yeah yeah if not, if not completely Chinese yeah and then, like, same thing when they were announcing, like, their new faces, like, their new uh, party leaders and all of that. Everyone's just saying that, oh, they're doing it to get clout or, like, mm-hmm. it's just such an elitist kind of party. Um, flash forward to, like, a few days ago, I think maybe even today or yesterday, they put out a video, like, a montage. Oh, dear. Of, like, all of their, um, a bunch of their uh, representatives talking about their sob stories. <laughs> like I'm not elite. I was from a a uh, single parent and then cut to the next guy like i grew up in a two-bit room H-D-B, and then cut to the next it's it's like <laughs> they swung the pendulum way too far on both sides <laughs> without really understanding optics and without really understanding that the internet is smarter than a soundbite mm-hmm. and what might look good on paper might not always translate when you put it up online so now there's like memes going about of like <laughs> people like putting background sad music to it <laughs> and like all that stuff um But yeah, I mean, the story of Singapore politics is pretty much um, the PAP has been a ruling party for what, Mm -hmm. as long as... Singapore's been around, yeah. For a while, for a while. Um, There was a period of time where where they were the opposition party. Really? Very early days. I have no idea. Um, But they've been in power for as long as I've been alive, Mm. at least. Um, And there's a lot of talk right now about how the government needs to be more diverse. How the government needs to have like a little bit more of a, uh, you know, just different people from different parties. That way you can ensure that it's not a single party system that uh, rules everything, that makes all the decisions, that does so with very little oversight, um, that does so with very little transparency. Yeah.
1: Hashtag government so Chinese.
0: <laughs> it's not, th- to be fair, it's not exclusively Chinese. There's, there's yeah. it's it, It's... I would say that the racial makeup of the government, while not completely reflecting... Of the country, yeah. While not completely reflecting the racial uh, makeup of Singapore, it's, you know, it's somewhere... It's closer to there than it is farther. It can always be better. Sure. It can always be better, of that's course. That's good, that's good. Yeah. Um, especially if community leaders and all of that. But, um, yeah. It, it's just such a strange thing, because if you're an opposition party in Singapore you are basically never expected to win. Hmm. It's the kind of thing where like, you should exist, but your only purpose of existence is to voice um, the concerns of the oppressed. Right. To voice the concerns of the people that suffer under the current system or people that may have been pushed to the wayside, but they cannot expect to win. But they still have to exist because if that voice didn't exist, then, you know... It's yeah. just going to keep going forward in, like, a, a direction that doesn't serve everybody. Sure. Yeah.
1: And I think, like, everyone's – gen. I feel like anyone's, everyone's generally happy with the PAP.
0: Generally you know? happy, yeah. I, I And that's, like, the, the big problem because it's difficult as an opposition party to really, like, say that you have a better plan. Yeah. Because a lot of the big things, while not perfect, mm-hmm. run pretty well housing employment sure. um like they 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 again not a perfect system but it runs fairly well mm-hmm. and it wasn't like there was any opposition party that was speaking out crazily about migrant worker welfare before all this covid stuff happened so what pap usually does is that they address the problems as they come along so it's very difficult to be an opposition party in singapore i don't feel i, I don't envy them at all but they're doing the lord's work man it's cool man yeah
1: but like speaking of political stuff, I just wanted to play this one thing for you. And again, I have no dog in this fight. I can't vote. I think Singapore's doing okay. But yeah, as you said, is it Heng Sui Ket? Yeah. He is
0: He's the next in line to be the PM.
1: Right. He's the Deputy PM. He's also uh, apparently he he's running for a seat in East Coast. Anyway, Nathan, for, forget um Seth Myers, forget Trevor Noah. This is the best Trump impersonator there is. Listen Mm-mm. to the speech he gave just uh, yesterday, I think it was. Uh-oh.
0: Our East Coast residents, the, we also have a plan for the East Coast. We have a East Coast Singapore, we have a together at East Coast plan. We care at East Coast. Our East Coast residents...
1: Yeah, th- those were
0: words. Ah. you hear those words? <laughs> but to be... Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> I don't know about this. I haven't heard it. Um, but also like it's taken out of context. People, f- people trip on their words. I'm, I'm genuinely curious. I want to I see the whole thing. To be yeah. Fair. I want to look deeper into this, but also like, I don't know. I feel like nowadays you have to be really careful with, yes. with how you judge shit online. And to be
1: fair, the person who posted this, who was a journalist, she said, I found the whole speech. It's vapid, but not. And she says it's vapid, but not as blisteringly painful as this expert."
0: Yeah. Which
1: is fair. But I just love this visual. The person behind him. She's wearing her mask upside down.
0: Yeah, I saw that. So the
1: logos upside down.
0: Ah <laughs> uh, man, I don't know. There's really no such thing as perfect leadership, right? And sure. I and I've always had like okay, the weird thing about politics in general, in any country, is that to want to be a politician, to want to run for government, requires a very certain kind of person. Mm-hmm. And it requires a certain kind of person that I fundamentally don't trust or like. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's so difficult. So it's kind of like, it's really like choosing the lesser of two evils. Is it, is it because like you think like it's, pe- it's, people it's, who it's,
1: want power shouldn't have power?
0: It's a, a bit like that. It's really not on any kind of policy standpoint. It's not on any kind of like, what can you do for the It's really more of just a fundamental human level. Mm. What kind of human being wants to be a politician? <laughs> it's a very noble thing, I guess. Cause,
1: I mean, Barack wanted to do good.
0: Uh, uh, you know uh,
1: again politician like Lee Sin Long was just destined for it.
0: it it's really all politician stuff right because again like Barack Obama people um, look back upon him with very much reverence but he was basically just a politician he would just lean on the side that everyone else is leaning towards the only thing he had going for him was that he was a really chill looking guy really chill sounding guy very good speaker um and he was a likable personable he person i, I mean he succeeded okay he did a lot of it for example like he was against lgbt marriage for the longest time because everyone else was it was only was he? yeah dude he was very much against it it was only until supreme court ruled Towards um, uh, legalizing gay marriage, and like public opinion started to shift, or like majority majority opinions started to shift, that he started supporting it. He's a politician like everyone else. He's just a nicer guy. He's just not as divisive, I suppose. Yeah.
1: But then again, I mean, and maybe this is me cherry picking, but I'm like, if he, ch- I have to look into it. But if he changed his mind because things changed, I think that's cool.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. But he also changed his mind, as in like. He didn't change his mind. That's the thing about it. I don't believe he changed his mind. I believe he was never against it. But as a public political figure, because he was a politician, he vocalized and publicized that he was against it. And that's essentially what politicians are. Hmm. They don't always say what they believe. Well, he said
1: that, wait, uh, going back as far as 96, in one campaign questionnaire, it says that Obama was filling out when he was running for Illinois State Senate that he supports domestic partnerships. And adding sexual orientation to the Human Rights Act. He also says he supports just, a firm. I'll, just, I'll just right play here. the straight up excerpt. I do. I believe
0: that marriage is between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also who's that? Uh, who's this? The detest oh, no, <laughs> uh, the sort of uh, bashing and vilifying of uh, gays and lesbians uh, because I think it's unduly divisive. Uh, it's unnecessary. Uh, most gays and lesbians are simply seeking uh, equal. Uh, for same-sex couples, as well as uh, for heterosexual couples. Now, with respect to marriage, it's my belief that uh, it's up to the individual denominations to make a decision uh, as to whether they want to recognize marriage or not.
1: Mm, okay, okay.
0: With yeah. respect to gay marriage, I I, I do not support uh, gay marriage, but I support a very strong version of civil unions. Yeah. So basically, long story short, he was not for it. Until majority was for it. But you can tell that as a human being, he was for it. But as a politician, he wasn't because he can't be. Because if he is, he, would lose, he would lose his he would lose his base. Yeah. So like that's like the fundamental thing about politicians or like the, the type of person that politics attracts that just has never really vibed with me. That yeah. like you don't always say what you believe, you say what you think people want to hear. See
1: the problem is that when you say what people uh, when you say what's on your mind and people don't want to hear it, you get Martin Luther King and, Mark and Malcolm X. <laughs> you get That's
0: canceled. the problem. You get. You get ca- I mean, in, in, you, in, you
1: get canceled. Your life gets canceled. But
0: but in today's standards, you just get canceled. Cancelled. You don't really get life canceled because you know. I like
1: how cancel canceled just means like you get canceled as opposed to can- I feel like death is the <laughs> ultimate like
0: murder <laughs>
1: is the ultimate cancellation. Because
0: okay, let's be let's be, be realistic here. If like life being canceled was still a very big thing, Trump would have got assassinated like years ago. Yeah. But he's still won. In. <laughs> um yeah sorry to get super heavy on the politics i guess it's just that it's 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 the season it's the season right yeah <laughs> especially because we just went past pink dot and everything mm-hmm. which is singapore celebration of pride um which was very interesting this year they, it they did online, it online yeah. yeah they did it over live stream and it was i, I would say just as beautiful. Definitely not as big of a statement as, like, you know, shining lights saying repeal 377A yeah. or a giant rainbow across the map of Singapore. Um, I feel like those things will be missed, and I can't wait for it to happen again next yeah. year.
1: On a weird note, I was like, for once, I was like, "Oh, I can actually hear what's going on."
0: That is true. Because usually,
1: I'm like way in the back, of yeah. pink dot, where I'm not supposed to be. <laughs> I mean, I'm just walking past pink dot while it's happening, and then I stand still for a bit while I wear a pink shirt. I'm not at pink dot because that's illegal. Don't at me, government.
0: Do you think Singapore would ever legalize like, like? gay civil rights slash gay marriage or even just repeal 377a i
1: think so i think it's like going way slower than it should but yeah i I hope so yeah what a weird law
0: do you think if like any party like currently in this current election cycle if Mm. they if they stood up for it that they would just get like a flush of votes
1: i don't know no not enough yeah yeah because it's like you always hear about the loud minority which unfortunately it is
0: but that's a struggle see i don't really know anymore mm. i would maybe like five years ago would be like yeah like I-, I would say maybe like five years ago it's a loud minority but nowadays i really am not sure anymore whether it's like a 50 50 split you you know, or this,
1: like, yeah. i think unfortunately it's not two things because it's like similar to like racism right you know they say like it's not enough to not be racist you have to
0: be anti-racist yeah I think
1: it's kind of similar it's not enough to be um not
0: a LGBT so you think a lot naked, of people are just like, apathetic towards
1: yeah or like or like they support it but they don't do anything about it or like they support it but they're not, they're quiet about it but mm. they support it but they're not passionate about it you know that kind of whole thing
0: like okay simply put if you gave every singaporean a piece of paper that said gays tick yes tick no <laughs> like what do you think the results would be
1: hmm, yeah i don't know i think 40 60 yeah yes to no
0: hmm that i i it's it's one of those questions that i just wish could be answered <laughs> i don't
1: know let's put up a poll
0: yeah, all of the it's really preaching to the choir there. What if we find out that like forty percent of our listener base is like just biased, <laughs> just bigoted? Oh no,
1: no! But I wasn't saying like not a poll just for our audience, but like a poll, like let's just put out a poll. Just, just hello Singaporeans, but
0: it'd be impossible to really capture the the, the the like that's why polls generally tend to be so skewed, right? It's almost impossible to capture the voice of an entire demographic. Yeah,
1: there's ways of doing it. You got to get a There's there's a it's there's an art to it and a science behind it of like
0: statistical science art
1: yeah of getting the right sample size of the right blah 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 I I guess I guess likely voters versus I don't know whatever I don't know I like the gays
0: (laughs) I support you it's it's yeah I don't know it's just been baffling to me that that it's taking this long Um, and. There are a lot of, like, wonderful people in Singapore, like, fighting for it in, 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 in Supreme Court and all of that, trying to get the, the law lifted. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're even trying to push that hard for legalization of gay marriage or they just want the law where it says that it's legal to be taken out, even though it's not an enforceable or even though it's not a enforced law. Yeah. And it's again, a, yeah. for
1: those of you not from Singapore, uh, this is a law that just outlaws being a homosexual, mm-hmm. right? Although sodomy. I don't know the exact details of it, but the—I
0: think it, it it outlaws like butt fucking.
1: Yeah, sodomy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, but like, the spirit of the law is like it's illegal to be homosexual, which is fucked.
0: Right. Yeah. What if? What if like does does that law also like cover guys getting pegged by their?
1: It's sodomy, so that means anywhere you put your PP that's not a VV is illegal. So blowjobs are sodomy.
0: Oh no. Dude,
1: what if they just strictly started enforcing it, but like only for (laughs) dudes getting head or ladies getting head?
0: That'd be weird. Or guys getting things in their butts. Yeah. Regardless of the other party.
1: Yeah, sure. Mm Mm-hmm. That's fucked up.
0: Or how about like foreign objects, you know, being like, like, cause I have friends that work in hospitals that tell me that they find stuff that happens more often than you'd think.
1: Really? Cause I think it happens pretty damn often. (laughs)
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Fine. Then it, then it happens just as much as you that think. You John. Expect.
1: Yes, as much as I think.
0: Yeah. Seventeen
1: point like five times a day.
0: Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I've seen. I've seen some very interesting X-rays from my friends.
1: I'm sure. Super illegal for them to
0: do that yeah i know but that you know
1: or is it i mean if you if you don't have the patient's name i don't know it kind I of know, is but lo- lo- you know I'll,
0: I'll never tell and and they also blur out all the information and all that so what have you seen what do you think bottles <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean that seems the most lo- like the most logical
0: it's usually bottles yeah
1: class plastic
0: um plastic from right. yeah from what i've seen
1: what like 1.5 liter no soda? it's usually
0: just like a like a pet bottle you know like the the the, the, the 500 ml bottles sure. yeah I have, uh, I I have no inclination towards having a bottle in my butt. Yeah, me too. It just seems like it seem, like the edges are too sharp and hard, or at least the edge that I put up there. Because you, like you can't put the other side up there; it's I too big.
1: Know. It's too big. Depends on how. <laughs> Depends on how determined you are. I guess
0: you'd have to put it bottle cap up, and the bottle cap area is just so rough.
1: It depends on the bottle at this point, it's like no nah, I think you should just get a dildo, Nathan. like It's like don't go with a verb bottle, just go for one that's meant for the task.
0: Mm. I have a friend of mine <laughs> that um he, he recently had a package come to his uh, housing complex where he mm-hmm. lives with like a whole bunch of other people, and the package wasn't opened for two weeks, <laughs> no, no, more than that, like two and a half three weeks. it was just at the door. And this is doing circuit breaker, so everyone is home. Okay, but nobody did anything, so he just took it three weeks in, um, and inside was an inflatable black dildo.
1: Inflatable dildo.
0: Yeah, I was more surprised by that. Me too. Than anything else. There, there are inflatable dildos like with air. Yeah. So like, it's it's like imagine like a, you know the thing that you used to take your your blood pressure and you pump the, the the little squeezy thing. Right.
1: Right.
0: Imagine that, but instead of it being attached to an arm strap, it's a giant dildo with like a floppy shaft that seems great and then yeah you pump it and then it 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 um
1: pump it it erects
0: (laughs) it erects i guess
1: yeah Hmm.
0: i don't know how it works maybe it's more for like storage like it's it's easier to hide (laughs) for storage i'm like what are you putting in there no it's it's just easier to hide because it's not like this huge thing
1: like when it goes to an x-ray machine it just looks like rolled up
0: i suppose I suppose. But also, like, dildos aren't, like, illegal to bring yeah, I know. But customs. Just, I
1: just imagine just someone at TSA being like,
0: eh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I guess that's the only purpose I can think of it for. Because, like, it's not like... Or maybe, like, you half inflate it, you put it up in there, and then you inflate the whole thing.
1: Yeah, I don't know. If you know about it, just let us know on Instagram. Just DM us. Oh, that's... F-
0: that. No photos, though. I
1: mean, no offense, but... Eh. Yeah, yeah, sure, photos. <laughs> X-rays if you got it. Yes. Man.
0: It's it's a strange world out there. I don't I don't understand most of it anymore.
1: Yeah, that's totally fair. Mhm. Uh but speaking of stuff we don't understand and that's out there. We've been talking a lot this week Nathan about um this recent uh, thing that's happening with voice actors in Hollywood
0: mm, yeah, yeah
1: there's a really wave of things happening and I feel like Nathan and I are kind of like a different sides I was trying, to dig, a, I was trying
0: to dig us out of politics <laughs> but like, we're back in it this, I say. this is
1: by far this is least less political I okay
0: think. fine to be fair this is like a very relevant political topic that I think a lot of our listeners would also be interested in.
1: Yeah. So, if you haven't really been, uh, if you're not privy, not privy, but if you haven't been following what's going on, basically a bunch of actors, uh, white actors, including Kristen Bell. Yeah. uh, What's her name? Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate. um, And Alison Brie has come out talking about it, talking about how uh, those those first two actresses have pulled out of projects that they're in, um, Central Park and Big Mouth, respectively, because they don't want to voice a character of color. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Allison
0: Bree who was who played um, an Asian Christine Nguyen. You, is that her name? I think it's Christine. No, it's not Christine. No, it's something Nguyen. Yeah, yeah. Diane. Diane. Yeah. She was in
1: uh, BoJack Horseman and recently put out a statement saying if she could do it again, she wouldn't uh, do it.
0: And like I, she, no, she like she straight up said that she regretted playing she regretted the role, it. taking yeah. the role.
1: And I think I don't know. Have you have your has your stance kind of changed on this? Because we we talked about this and Nathan first brought it up in a message. She said, um, what did you say? Like, what are you willing to?
0: I said like, what, that, what did you say I said that it annoyed me a little bit <laughs> mm-hmm. only because like i wasn't sure how to feel about it okay, so like I don't necessarily disagree. I very much understand why they why they did it it's more so like i i I struggle to really pick a side here, or like I really struggle to like outright say that the people opposing it are wrong to be opposing it. I kind yeah. of understand where they're coming from um because yes, like. Uh, minority races, people of color, and any color, um, have historically not been able to find a lot of roles in entertainment. You know, if you look at most movies before 2005, I would say, most movies before that, it's just lots of white people. Lots and lots and lots of white people. Like, if you were born in the 90s or earlier, you basically grew up with the Western entertainment scene just being white people, and like
1: if they had people of color, they were the token person of color. Yeah, so like if specifically like, they're just a yeah. You know,
0: like if you if you were someone that grew up enjoying mostly English media, because you know if it's like if you like Chinese stuff, if you like Korean, Japanese, and yeah, you're gonna get Chinese, Korean, Japanese people. Mm. But if you like like you know English media, d- doesn't matter where it's from, where, whether it's from UK or US or wherever, it's going to skew mostly white, mm. and the. like the unforeseen consequence of that was that a lot of people grew up not really understanding that there was a possibility for people of color to ever flourish in that industry. Exactly. Like it's like growing up, I, I never really thought that Asians could ever do anything in in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. you know, not really. And then suddenly now, like, because there is a lot more awareness of this, because there's a lot more consciousness about this, um, you're almost seeing an overcorrection, you know, where they purposefully um, make sure that every cast looks like a Benetton ad. Mm. And while the overcorrection is very transparent and very much like, oh, this is clearly like... A whole bunch, like a probably like a boardroom of white people going, We need to put like mm-hmm. we need to take out those two people, replace them with one brown and one mm-hmm. black, mm-hmm. you know, even though it's very transparent and kind of cringy in that way, I understand why it needs to happen because if they don't do it, then they're gonna get shit, so it's really just like good economics, but at the same time uh even though our generation might be aware that they're pulling those strings, there's also a younger generation that is just gonna grow up with more diversity in their entertainment and it's going to be invisible to them. Mm. And they're just going to see more races, more colors, more languages presented in all forms of entertainment and the possibilities in the world will seem a lot less limited. So I understand it, you know, it's just, ah, I don't know. It it feels like a, like a strange, um, overcorrection, in some sense, because okay, for for a show like Central Park, for example, if mm-hmm. you guys don't know about this show, it's a new show on Apple TV, and it has a cast of black and white and brown men and women.
1: Yeah, I love it. I mean, the main family is a is a is a black father, a white mother, the kids. So their kids are half black, half white. So Kristen Bell was playing the daughter.
0: Yeah, yeah, but just within the cast of that show itself, they have guys playing girls, they have black mm-hmm. playing white. Mm-hmm. I don't believe, and they have white playing black. Yeah. Um, yeah. So within the context of that show alone, because they're so blind towards gender and race casting already, I personally never really saw a problem with that. Because it definitely did like tick in my head the first time I watched the show of like, oh, Kristen Bell's playing a half black, half-white person. Mm. But I'm okay with that that's because what I David about Diggs it right away. is playing an old white person. And yeah. um what's his face? The uh the Hunger Games guy. Stanley Tucci. Stanley
1: Tucci. <laughs> I hate that woman. that's
0: the thing I know him for. He's playing an old woman. Like if a show is already being gender and color blind to their casting, mm-hmm. like it's, 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 that, okay, it's so. a very interesting step forward. Yeah. If anything, her quitting then calls out so many other internal issues within the show of like, then is the rest. Does the rest of it have to be exclusively like a white person has to play See, a white person. There's the black false. Person. There it is. So that's, yeah. that's,
1: this is where I step in because mm-hmm. um Phil Lamar is a voice actor who's very well-respected in the field. He's a black man who plays everything. He plays white people. He plays... He's, famous, he's very famous for playing Samurai, uh, samurai Jack. Jack, who's an Asian guy. And he put out a tweet, which I thought was the most illuminating, and the discussion that came afterwards, mm-hmm. where he said that, for those of you using, uh, using me as an example of false equivalency, stop it, or whatever. He just said, keep your name out of my keep, fucking... Keep, keep, keep my me. name out of your mouth, is what yeah. he said. But... So, that's the thing. It's a false equivalency. Yeah. Because that that's the point, right? Because everything you said, I totally agree with until you got to this point of like, oh, if they're colorblind classing, then this. Because the thing is, is that people who are so riled up about this are missing one key thing. Mm-hmm. Is that this event is not happening in a vacuum, in a historical vacuum. Mm-hmm. We're not starting from square mm-hmm. one here. Yeah. We are starting, we're talking about an industry, in a society where all the opportunities, not all, excuse me, but the vast majority of opportunities yeah. are being given to white people. Mm. That's just true. Right. Like, can people of different colors play characters of different colors, especially when voice acting? Of course they can. Now, should they? And who gets the opportunity? Now, people are always like, and I've been reading about this a lot on like Reddit, where people are like, oh, what about this example? What about Phil Lamar? What about this? What about this? I'm like, what about James Earl Jones? I'm like, congratulations. You keep bringing up the same four or five examples. Right. And then I've been, I've tried to research it, but it's, it, even my brief research hosts a host of examples of white people playing people of color. Yeah. You know The Simpsons is one of the most mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. one of the biggest uh, culprits of
0: that. And family problem, Guy too. Cleveland Brown is Family white. Guy.
1: He stepped down. Yeah, you know because he's a white guy playing Cleveland. Cleveland
0: had his own, his own show. show.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like there's no malice, of course. Yeah. But like, the problem is not is that wrong. It, the problem is like, what's the what's the what is the message you're sending out to performers and of color and and people of color of like. <laughs> And, and just what, what kind of workplace do you want to see thrive? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's right. like, okay, you can argue that Kristen Bell is great for that role. She's got a great voice. Yeah. She has a name and, and it, it will bring people to the show. Yeah. All great things. Yeah, But like, if you're a part of the system and you want the system to change, all you can do is change your part of it. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's like Alison Bree play Diane Nguyen. Nguyen. You yeah. can be like, whatever, she was born in America, blah, blah, blah. She could sound white. That's totally fine. But then what's wrong with giving it to a Vietnamese actress then? You know why? Because there aren't any. Why are they? Because historically, fucking all the opportunities and and therefore all the progression has been going to the white side of the scale.
0: Yeah. So the, if, the, there weren't any. I mean, of course, yeah. there's there's probably a whole like fifteen thousand pages of like Vietnamese female voice actors, but none of them have the pull that Alison Pulled Brie would have experience. had. Yeah. You
1: can even argue the talent. Yeah. But that's besides the point, right? yeah. Or that is the point. And I, I think know. the
0: biggest thing is the pull factor here, because yeah. that's how they cast, right? They cast based on like if sometimes very blatantly on follower count, but sometimes yeah. also just on like do they have a fan base? If they have a fan base, yeah. they'll be able to pull their audience in.
1: And there's no denying, like, even the yeah. least cynical is like, are they talented? Do we like their voice? Do they have good chemistry? All that shit. Sure. But, like, the people who are saying, oh, Will Arnett shouldn't have, Bo- should have played Bojack because he's a, not a horse. You're fucking dumb and you're missing the point yeah, on purpose. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a bit too far. Like, yeah. But also, historically, with, like, Phil Lamar and, all, and James Earl Jones and all mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. like, that was more of just, like, a consequence of the how the system was in the past, right? Like, it's people of color just weren't given that many opportunities. And I yeah. have zero problem with, like, anyone playing whatever race they want because, again, it's, like, voice acting. It's acting, yeah. right? Um, I guess like my main thing about it was that it's already very obvious to me, from what I said before, that a lot of media is being hyper-conscious about this already. Yeah. And they're all and and more so than many, 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 many parts of society yeah. they're they're probably the wokest when it comes to like race politics when yeah. it comes to diversity and representation, yeah, um whether or not it's too late or whatever, it's arguable, but they're definitely at the forefront of it compared to many other parts of society, yeah, so it's more so like to to then um, I guess start a fire where. The old ones are currently being put out. What do you mean? It 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 just I think it just caused an unnecessarily like an unnecessarily weird debate around a topic that has already been trying to like be pushed forward I for a long time.
1: And there shouldn't be a debate. That's the thing. Because like, okay, I've been see- some some other things I've seen are like people of color, specifically black people, are are saying like because in in addition to this, there's also a lot of shows are pulling their episodes off streaming services where there's a blackface. Yeah. Scrubs did it, The Golden Girls did it, all this stuff. And people are saying, that's not what we want. Okay, we want to end police brutality. Which I'm like, of course, but they're two different things. Right. You know what I mean? And I, again, I'm not didn't, really Didn't
0: they that. like um uh delete some th- some things out of Casablanca or something like that? Oh, no, sorry. Gone with mm-hmm. the wind.
1: Oh, I'm not sure,
0: yeah, they pulled it off of like right. a, a I, think they, no, I
1: think they pulled the whole movie
0: no, no, they pulled it off, deleted the scene, and then put it back on <laughs> okay, yeah, that's why people were like, huh? Eh? yeah, yeah, I don't know, it's like i i I guess like a big part yeah. of like how I've been processing a lot of this is because I've been reading a lot of the opposite opinion because I'm just deadly curious where it's at, and I don't say like side with their their opinions mm-hmm. at all, but I, i'm 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 starting to understand why it's becoming so divisive because there seems to be so many meaningless actions being put forward. And then therefore like you end up with people saying that, Oh, you're like leftist crybabies or whatever. Like it's popping up all over the place where like a lot of like actions are being done to either, um, erase mistakes, Mm -hmm. um, or like prevent any, any opposition from speaking. For example, Reddit just deleted a whole like they just banned and deleted a whole bunch of subreddits because of this.
1: I know the Donald got
0: a whole bunch. But like
1: that wasn't doing anything. Anyway, yeah. Like a
0: whole bunch of different subreddits got banned because of that. And like when when I'm seeing all these things pop up, I start to understand why the other side is getting as like violently weaponized as they are, you know? I and while I don't like it, or enjoy where it is going at all? I understand why it's becoming like that, and it's really because sometimes the fight isn't being fought. Yeah, I mean that's what correctly. it is.
1: That's what it is. No, I think the thing is that it's it's in America, especially things are getting polar. Like there's always like there's very little middle ground. There's very little like people who are like independent. Like okay, even political spectrum, it's all red and blue. There's no purple. You know what I mean? It's like you're either super for it or super against it. There's no people who are like just kinda reasonable, kinda in the middle.
0: You see it in like wearing masks, like wearing face protection. Yeah. yeah.
1: And the problem is you have to fight. And to fight, you have to like have energy you have to fight with energy and gusto. And like that's the thing. Yeah. And this is this is the fallout. This is the this is what happens. This is you know. But I the guess. fight has the fight has to be fought, I feel.
0: I guess.
1: And this is me too. I mean I mean I'm a voice actor. I've done stuff. Like like I would love the opportunity to be able to voice all kinds of characters. Mm-hmm starting with Asian characters, Filipino mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. Like there's a casting for a Filipino voice actor and it goes to fucking someone else that that's... Or it goes to someone... That's that's a little frustrating, you know what I mean? And especially since, you know what, there's not a huge clamoring for Filipino cartoon characters.
0: Yeah. So, there's that. The seam Sans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
1: But yeah, there was a Vietnamese woman and it went to a white person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe people didn't care, but people... Some people noticed.
0: Yeah, no, that one was definitely like, I I I, I agreed with her stance of like pro, like regretting to take the role. I I, I agreed with that, mm. but also like, that's how rapidly things are changing. BoJack Horseman isn't that old of a show, Not at all. but from its inception to where we are now, a lot of things have changed. You think? Many, I I really do think so. At least in terms of like um how TV shows and movies are being casted, hmm. it's definitely like hyper aware more than anything else. And like after this like chapter of human history that we're going through and once productions start again, oh you can be sure that they're gonna be even more hyper aware. Yeah. Then it just begs the question of like how is this how should this fight be fought then? Should it be fought with like huge sweeping actions like this? Or should it be just fought with like Change, you know, mm. just change. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. about. As we've seen it, like, the, like the same way how, like, I, I, I said before, younger generations they might not be aware of this fight, but they just grow up with like a diverse entertainment spectrum already. You know, it. I feel like it's when all of these politics are being brought to the forefront. That's when things start to get a bit nasty. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess it's really just like it, I, I didn't enjoy that people were fighting over something so. Um, something that was already changing. Right. Something that has already been like something where a lot of effort has already been put into fix.
1: But I, mean, I feel like it's. I don't know, man. Like I feel like that's this is a big step in the change, yeah. and it's like. I mean, you you can applaud the fact that like the people who wrote the shows are putting in characters of color, mm-hmm. and again, there's another argument there. But it's like all but all these show creators, all these writers are all white, so it's yeah. like I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I support it. I think it's a good thing. I think if nothing else, the debate's good.
0: Yeah, one of the most diverse shows on television I'm watching right now, Doom Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> they have a very diverse cast and production staff, and I love it.
1: That's pretty cool. That's the way it should be. And there's one last thing I want to share on the talk And, and they don't was... and they
0: don't make any like big sweeping claims about it. That's why I love it as well. Like it's they just do it. They just do the do, and good products come out of it because they give opportunities to the most talented people, regardless of race, language, or religion.
1: Mm. All right, this last thing I wanted to share. This is by a, a playwright named Charles Mee, who's amazing. He's one of my favorite playwrights. Mm-hmm. Um, he hosts all, he puts all his plays online. And um, on his website, he has this caveat about uh, casting. He says, it's called A Note on Casting. It says, I am an old crippled white guy in love with a young Japanese Canadian American woman. Mm-hmm. And we talk about race and age and polio and disability. But race and disability do not consume our lives. I want my place to be the way my own life is. Race and disability exist. They are not denied. He talks about disability specifically because, like, uh, yeah, he's got polio. Yeah. But, yeah, it's good.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. Okay, he just continues here. I think this is good. There's not a single role in any of my plays that must be played by a physically intact white person. And directors should go very far out of their way to avoid creating this bizarre, artificial world of all intact white people, a world that no longer exists where I live in casting my plays. That's the thing, right? It's like you, you talk about it, like we talked about it earlier about like okay in the eighties and nineties, everything was all white and then one black guy. And then now it's like very diverse. But I think at the end of the day, it's much closer to the real world that I see is much closer to that anyway. Yeah. Then again, I lived in and when I lived in America, I lived in LA and New York, the two most diverse fucking places in yeah the states. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it I mean it's we're, we're becoming a global village and it really does look like that and that's why things are changing because mm. the com, like the complexion of us as humanity is changing mm. um but it's undeniable because of the people in power yeah because of the people making the decision do you know that those decisions are made intentionally for yeah. like purposes that might not always be like humanitarian or altruistic?
1: yeah but the thing is, like it doesn't make it any worse mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a win-win. That's
0: exactly Yeah, the point. It, it, it is what it is. Yeah, again, younger generation, they don't see it. Yeah. All they will see is the is what it produces. Exactly, and that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's moving forward. I think that's moving forward. I, I think, think so like too. in 20 years none of this will really be that big of a point of debate anymore because it's just oh. going to normalize.
1: Oh god, I hope so. From your lips to society's ears, man. Or maybe
0: people will get upset that there's no white representation anymore. Nah.
1: that was not that's not I don't think that's possible Uh, you know what's a cool bit of uplifting news that I wanted to share what Uh, Nathan you know the 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 Netflix uh, movie starring Chris Hemsworth called Extraction Mm -hmm. it's a good movie if you haven't seen it especially if you're into like uh, like action movies and like John it's very Indian killing that too yes a lot of not since General (laughs) Custer has so many Indian people died that's different, Indian. Oh God, we were just talking about racism. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but what was cool is that you know there's like this kind of online internet trend of like uh, doing a low budget version of a movie. Mm-hmm. Like they'll 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 shoot some. They'll play the trailer and then beneath the trailer, or next to the yeah, trailer, split yeah, screen. Yeah. They'll show like their version yeah. of it. That's like much ghetto. Yeah, uh, much more ghetto. Uh, oh, ghetto is the wrong word. Anyway these group of nigerian kids it's really hard it's all there right it's all there (laughs) what are you gonna do try to fight as best as you can john uh there was a group of nigerian kids Mm -hmm. who did their own trailer to extraction right and it looks awesome right and they've got invited to go meet the the cast and stuff and producers as they prepare for the next show it's pretty cool have you not seen this i'm gonna put no i've seen
0: variations of like this kind of video um, one of which is brain. which you might want to get into is people recreating K-pop music videos. I'm
1: so for it.
0: Yeah, I I, I remember there was like this um Thai filmmaker or whatever who remade a Blackpink music video. He remade doo Do Do, but like with a bunch of like girls in a village. That's cute. All and with like props around the like like with like leaves and boxes and all that stuff. And it's shot for shot remake um even the choreo, even like the camera pans and everything it's beautiful
1: i mean it's so great and like i mean it's it's one thing for people who are like trying to do it for a laugh and for stuff but like you can tell like these kids just love movies yeah and then that's like what they like my favorite part of this whole thing is that there's a there's in the trailer there's like a chase sequence in, in, involving a ferrari mm-hmm. and in their version it's just one kid pushing another kid in a wheelbarrow <laughs> but it cuts so well
0: i got to say man it's i did, i did not love extraction i i gave it a chance i loved it I gave it a chance because you 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 enjoyed it so much. It was very fun. And I just I couldn't, man. Like it was no, just I totally get that. It was just so much unmotivated violence. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> it was so much unmotivated violence, so many like just a lot of shooting. A lot of shooting. A lot of shooting, not enough plot to justify most of the shooting um and a really flimsy villain. <laughs> I just didn't enjoy it very much. I don't know, like I, it's, I, I. Uh.
1: You know what I appreciate though is that like this is the development of the crazy uh, '80s action hero.
0: It's evolved to this,
1: to yeah. like Liam Neeson as as the Taken guy and John Wick and yeah. extraction. Like that's what it is now. It's like they're kind of dark. Yeah. They're trying because like in the eighties, it's just like you stole my my daughter. Blah, blah, blah. All my guns have you know, unlimited ammo.
0: Basically, any of the Chris's from the MCU. Yes. Yeah. Is but, it? I mean, Chris Pratt is one of the leading Hollywood actors. Chris Hemsworth yeah. is as well. Chris I Evans guess so. I is guess as so. well. I guess so. They all just take a very different slice of the action pie. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I feel like Chris Pratt does the more sci-fi stuff yeah and chris um hemsworth does most of the the grounded actiony stuff yeah and then chris evans does like the more like emotional like really yeah heart driven stuff but he's still like the classic leading man type it's true yeah
1: though chris pratt did just sign on to create a tv series where he's gonna play a navy seal on a bout of revenge
0: Mm, yeah i heard about that i
1: can't wait uh but yeah Yeah, it's definitely not for everyone, but it's like, my point is though, is that like it fulfills that genre niche of just like a guy who's just killing people. I suppose. It goes back to the whole primal nature, right? Of things you want to see. I suppose. I'm trying to think of like- I just want to change
0: a doorknob and watch a dude kill people. What other recent movie was like just a lot of just mindless killing? Um, John Wick. John Wick. Yeah. There we go. But like John Wick was 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 good.
1: <laughs> it's it's more. It's better. What it's a better story.
0: Yeah, John Wick was good. Especially the first one because everyone can get behind like g- getting revenge on your dog. You know.
1: Yeah. I mean. I mean. It is, I mean. I can. I can argue. So like in Extraction, Chris Hemsworth plays a mercenary who's hired to do things, but he's kind of detached. And throughout the story, he learns to reattach. It's it. there. There's there if you want to see it. it's there if you want it.
0: There's story there. There's growth sure it's just it's just tough to like be on his side when he kills so many people so many people i I mean he holds back when he's fighting the kids i guess
1: but a little bit yeah he's like slapping them he's like fighting a a gang of in uh, bangladeshi i think it is yeah street orphans he's just like slapping them i'm like whoa
0: (laughs) um speaking of very genre specific things Mm. though um, I, I've been getting into a show recently that I didn't think I'd be as into, but I'm kind of like knee deep in it right now. Sure, sure. Um, it's called Bosch.
1: Yeah, it's on You've Amazon. Been talking about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: It's on Amazon Prime, star- starring Titus Welliver. You know his is, face. Yeah, it's a guy who, whose face you'll know, but never knew his name, and. It's basically just a police crime noir, police procedural kind of thing,
1: set in current day.
0: Very straightforward. Every new episode's a different case, kind of no, deal. No, no, no. So it's oh, not okay. it's not a CSI kind of thing. Good, because I hate that shit. Yeah. So it's not a monster of the week kind of situation, but it is pretty much your standard crime procedural, mm-hmm. where like the whole season they're trying to solve a handful of mysteries, right? Trying to solve a bunch of murders, or trying to like like untangle a web of crime of sorts. And is
1: it like sort of like fashion over the British style crime shows? Um, That's kinda of like in a nutshell, right? The Luther's and the Kinda of, yeah, the, yeah. I the, guess the, it's
0: it's Luther it's Lutheran. It's, it's, Luther-ish. it's Lutheran great. Yeah. It's Lutherish. The sect of Christianity. It's Lutherish. It's set in Los Angeles uh-huh. and sometimes Las Vegas. Um, And honestly, it really doesn't do anything groundbreaking or new. But But it's it's, fun. It's just really, it's a solid watch. Okay. It's a solid watch. The performances are great. Um, It does focus on very modern issues Mm -hmm. involving police brutality, involving like decisions made by the police. So they don't take those things lightly. Mm -hmm. They definitely like dig a little bit deeper into like aspects of police work like that that you know like maybe older police shows just kind of you mm. gloss know, over gloss over like hey just shoot all of them you know <laughs> um but i'm enjoying it it's a really interesting character study
1: there's a bunch of seasons too right i think
0: yeah there's like five yeah. Like, and it's Are they sh- full, like, 22-episode seasons? Um, No, 10 episodes. Okay. Yeah. It's just crazy because it's been around for a while. and like, I've No just, one talks about it. No one talks about it, yet it has, like, consistent 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Except for the first season. I think first season got 86.
1: Whoa. But, yeah.
0: like, second, third, fourth on words, it's, all, like, straight hundreds. Do, do you, and, you know like, who made it and, like, what their pedigree is? Like, what, what have they done, the,
1: the showrunner and stuff?
0: I have no idea. Huh. I have zero clue. I just know that I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. And... Um, it's tickling a part of me that like, it's tickling like a TV appetite in me that I haven't had fulfilled in quite a while. That's good. Because one of the first shows that I ever really got into in terms of like, when I was, when I was much younger, when Mm -hmm. I started transitioning from like cartoons to like real TV, you know, or like sitcoms to real TV, one of the first shows I ever really dove into was 24.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, that was so great back in the day. Yeah, man, twenty four with Kiefer Sutherland. That was like one of the first shows that I really like. Went whoa! Like I, I, I am into this because <laughs> like before, I, I think before twenty four, I had never ever binge watched anything. I had never um, really dove into TV. Yeah, not really. Up until my brother started getting DVD box sets of twenty four. And I just randomly picked one up, started watching I, it one Wasn't even
1: the first one? No, it was like <laughs> it was
0: like season three. And like I just randomly started watching it one night during the June holidays. I think I was back in secondary school. And before I knew it, I started at ten PM and I was watching it till like three AM. Oh wow. And all in real time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, right. It's always been my dream to like, okay, what time are they starting? Except what time does the except, start?
0: except when you're watching it like streaming or on D V D, like, they don't count the commercial breaks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's it's twenty four minus sixteen minutes per episode. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Oh, the guy behind Bosch is uh, Eric Overmeyer. What do you do? So he's done. Uh, I know he's like a TV show guy. I know that too. But he's also done. Let's see here. Blah blah blah. He's produced Homicide, Life on the Street, Law and Order, the The Wire, mm. New Amsterdam, Tremé. So yeah, is he? Yeah, I don't think he's the guy behind the wire though. Doubt it. Yeah.
0: It's so not cool. It's not that good. Yeah. But it's very good.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, David Simon was the guy behind. Me. Well, yeah. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. That sounds good. It's, That's
0: your official recommendation? I suppose it's 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 what I'm into right now, I guess. Like um it's a very like fun okay, it's not fun, it's kind of dark. But it's a really like fascinating binge. Hmm. Also, it's one of those shows that you can kinda like look at your phone and do stuff. Okay. And watch at the same that time level.
1: That's good. That's very yeah. attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So you can do that. You don't have to pay super close attention to it, but like when you should, you should. Okay. But like for, but for like maybe sixty percent of its runtime, you can just kind of listen to what's happening.
1: Look, I'm, I'm, I'm intuitive only for the fact that it helps justify me paying for Amazon Prime.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Three dollars a month, but still constantly trying to like make use of that buck.
1: Got to. So I'll check that out. Because yeah. and that's interesting. Because what I have to recommend this week, or what I've been really enjoying, is something you recommended to me a while ago which is similar to your story which is interesting because like if 24 was your first binge i think my first binge like the thing that yeah yeah i would say so when i was like early 20s is um lost Mm. like um i watched the first episode i watched the second episode then i was like eh, i just didn't watch it and then in a surge of ridiculousness i watched like 12 episodes in one evening right like i was like i have class the next day calling in sick (laughs) i just watched it all day um
0: you finished all of lost
1: no, no, no. At the time, like, I was, it was only in their first season. So but I caught in, up.
0: As in, like, now, have you seen All of Lost?
1: Oh, yeah. And it's very disappointing. Right. Okay. Not Very disappointing. I, just, I would never watch it again. Okay. Um, but the thing about that is, it was written by uh, one of the main uh, creative forces behind it was Damon Lindelof. Yes. So, and what I have to recommend this week is his most uh, recent show, which is Watchmen. Watchmen. Which came out last year. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Ten epi- uh, Nine episodes. Yeah. Um, you do need. Yeah, you need to have a knowledge of what the comic book was. You 100% do. Yeah, it's just not... It's it's not, it's not, really not even really. a question.
0: It's It will... It, your your watching experience will be dulled so much if you don't... You don't like, you'd
1: be super fucking confused, too.
0: Yeah, you either have to read the comic or, at the very least, watch the movie.
1: Yeah, and even then, there was so much stuff I missed. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Which I won't get into because of spoilers. But, yeah, holy crap, it's so good. And the thing with Damon Lindelof is that he's notorious for being... Or at least for, to me to a lot of people frustrating because of his 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 endings he never fucking sticks the landing (laughs) that's arguable right he has this whole thing of like it's open to your interpretation i'm like motherfucker make a strong choice and make it satisfying
0: yeah I, i i'm honestly okay with endings being open to interpretation i don't have a huge problem with those kinds of things um but you are saying that Watchmen has one of those ambiguous endings What I didn't enjoy about Watchmen, Mm. and this is not like, you know, trying to get you away from it. I still think it's a brilliant piece of television. Um, What I didn't find too hot was that they dedicated too little time for the ending. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. specifically have a big problem with how they ended. I just feel like it would have been better if they maybe split it across one more episode. I hear what you're saying, but
1: I think there's something to be said about that sort of in the style of the comic as well. Because the comic is like... The original comic is like, is like it's split up and it's, it's a deep dive into character study. Yeah. Like each, sort of similar to this one, especially the second half of the season of the show, each episode and each comic are devoted to exploring one character and how they're dealing with this world they find themselves in. Yeah. And the ending is kind of like, man
0: it just felt like they resolved everything in the last 20 minutes yeah with, I'm okay with w- when really like they had so much like intricate build up yeah. and like so much like interweaving storylines and all that that it would have just been more satisfying if like after all that build up you kind of like w- when you're decompressing for the ending to mm. do so with the same kind of like pace
1: yeah i hear what you're saying it kind of it like the 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 diagram of the graph is like it's like really steep and then uh, it falls off yeah i get what you're saying uh I, I personally didn't bother me too much and i think it helped because i watched it basically all in one go same is oh man true it, it's just it, for once everything was satisfying like everything was tied up there was nothing in the show that was not important except for lube man fucking lube man or is
0: it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what i like, like what well, that was one of my favorite parts of the, of the show like lube man just a, so just weird. a random little drop just a, in just, just a drop in and then like, i think there's theories about that like you you have to know that there's it's not even a theory that.
1: it's like they know who it is yeah it's, it's that like, guy because pedopedia yeah yeah but yeah whatever um yeah it's super good it delves into a lot of interesting topics there's a lot of i i i feel like it's hard to it's hard to talk about it because you can give, it's easy to give away stuff and you can't talk about it without reading the comics so much. But yeah, I definitely recommend just diving in. It's fucking great. It's, it's so
0: tremendously good. relevant say, yeah, as well. that too. Because beyond it being a good piece of superhero fiction and all that, and a continuation of a very, a, a very like, uh, compelling continuation of a already great story. Um, it's, yeah, it's just so relevant to, like, a lot of things that are happening today. Yeah,
1: the like, heart of it is, like, the race relations and political situation. I think it's mm-hmm. so good. So relevant. hmm and, and also so fun. Like, the show itself is really fun. Yeah. Like, it takes itself just serious enough, and there's a lot of wacky stuff, a lot of interesting stuff. But, yeah. I uh, still think
0: episodes, like, five, six, and seven were, like, the probably the peak of TV last year. I
1: would say, yeah, five, six, seven, eight, nine for me. It's, like, the yeah. whole second half was just... Pfft, mm-hmm. Banger after banger. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. So good. Check it out if you dare. Let us know if you liked it yeah. uh, on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, yes, if you don't, please follow us on Instagram. Um, here's one thing I haven't said in a while. Give us a review on iTunes.
0: Is that a thing still?
1: I think that's a thing you can do. You can review <laughs> us. Can you give a review on Spotify? I'm not sure.
0: I, f- I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe you can give it a heart.
1: maybe but please do it'll help uh grow the podcast and help people find us please do that thank you i'll put a link in the show notes yeah and also
0: pretty soon um we'll be putting up a little survey oh yeah on the instagram page um that you can participate in because we are genuinely curious like do want to know who are you who are you what do you like yeah do you kind of hate most of the shit that we talk about, <laughs> like should we start talking about things that are a bit more relevant to your life? Because I recently
1: found out that one in like one in eight of you are from Vietnam. What's that about? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> oh, a big part of Watchmen takes place in Vietnam. Hey, if you're listening to yeah.
0: Vietnam, you all the more reason you should watch Watchmen because yeah, yeah lots of Vietnamese culture in there,
1: yeah. So look out for that survey. It should be out, I think, this week, if not uh, this week or next. Probably We'll probably launch it next episode and we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we want to know about you and then other stuff as well. It's exciting. Exciting times in the land of good hang. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan, is there anything else you would like to talk about? Do you have a game? I was going to come up with one, but then ah, all of yes, a sudden you, you pulled the rug over me and like... oh, You had recording.
0: all week!
1: <laughs> no, I was planning to write it this afternoon because usually we record at night. You <laughs> had
0: seven days! Here,
1: here's a game, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Meh. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, you, no, you, I will have you, a game
1: next week. You you
0: prepare two next week. I will prepare two. That next the whole, week. The whole next
1: episode will just be a game. Yes. It's going to be
0: so boring to listen to. No, I feel like the... Mm, maybe
1: i don't know that's what i want to know in the survey maybe i'll make that a thing (laughs) maybe we'll have a question
0: we'll we'll, we'll do three games next episode you do one then i do one then you do one
1: holy crap you know what i would like to have i would like to have guests on again nathan yeah now that we're oh yeah now we can can have
0: people in 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 our spaces Yeah. yeah let's do it like although what do you think about like doing it over zoom yeah I'm not a fan of that. I don't know why.
1: I mean, I will. I'm, if that's the only way to do it, let's do no, it. No, it's just one not,
0: way to do it. I've just never been the biggest fan. Because, There's always a the delay, it sucks. It's not just. It's not really the delay that bothers me. It's that like it's very like it's it's difficult to like pace speech yeah. because sometimes when you're talking and the person wants to interject, which is a very normal thing to do in conversation. Which is what I meant. That's
1: the, that's what I meant about the delay.
0: Yeah, when you try, yeah. when the person's trying to interject, then like one person's audio is going to cut out and give, and that's just frustrating. It's poo. Yeah. So let's
1: not do that. instead let's have people over. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's um I got I got that.
0: one quick thing to plug before we go. Whoop, whoop. Um the day this comes out, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, um I am doing an Instagram live session at nine PM with a mental health expert, Gregor Lim Lange. Um yeah, that's his name. That's a fun name. Yeah. Uh he, he specializes in just like um systems to like really take care of your mental health and like ways to do it he helps out a lot of corporates and all that and we're just going to talk about um how like his life as a mental health coach has been different over the course of covid um, as well as just the general struggles of like daily working life in singapore um or just daily working life in the corporate world and we're going to get into that i don't really know what we're going to
1: That sounds interesting.
0: Dive into specifically, but you're free to join in. Ask any questions you have. It's going to be a fun one. Or it's going to be insightful, not fun, but, you know. (laughs) fun insightful. Yeah. Check it out on Nathan's Instagram.
1: All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. It's so nice to do this on the reg, Mm -hmm. as the kids say. And uh, this was episode 126. Awesome.
0: See you next week. Thanks for the hang. Thanks for the hang. What a place to be.